0: Hi, everybody. Wonderful to see you and those watching online as well. If we've not met, I'm Archie. I'm married to Sam, you just met. And together we lead the church here at HTB. It's wonderful to have you join us online or in the building today. And last week, and then again this Sunday, we are looking afresh at the vision of HTB, which is to play our part in the evangelization of the nation. The revitalization of the church and the transformation of society. We have a vision to see the homeless housed, relationships restored, the streets safe, addictions broken, churches opened up again, and the good news and the love of Jesus Christ everywhere. That is our vision. And And as part of the vision, there's three things that each and every one of us can do. Uh, First of all, to pray. Thank you, all of you who join us at our weekly touchpoint, 7.30 for half an hour on Zoom on a Tuesday morning. Uh, you can find the link on the website. And we come together as a whole community to pray for just that, the evangelization of the nations, the revitalization of the church and the transformation of society. Do join us on Zoom if you're able. And I notice that quite a number of people join, understandably, muted and with their screen off because sometimes they're getting children ready for school Or they're on their way to work, or they're in the gym, or walking the dog. But the idea is that anybody can join us for that half an hour to pray. The second is to find a way of helping out. I met somebody today who she said, I've been part of HTB for some time now, but I confess that today is the first day, she said, that I've been part of the welcome team. So I got here a little bit early, um, met with the team before, and then I've, she's somewhere, she's been on the door welcoming the rest of us. And that's what she's doing. But for you, it may be singing or worshipping or in the production or on the cafe. Or So this Tuesday at um, 6 o'clock till 7.30, we've got a, a fair, social transformation fair. And this is to introduce anybody to the things that you can be involved with around homelessness, refugees, uh, drop-ins, uh, cafes, all the things that we do in that area, social transformation in partnership with Love Your Neighbour. And that's six o'clock on this coming Tuesday down in Onzo Square. Find out details about that. But there's lots of things. So everybody praying, everybody helping out, and then everybody giving, because the vision of HTB is carried on the generosity of everybody who comes to HTB. And our preferred way, and what most people do here, is they find a way of giving something, however little or however much, regularly on a monthly basis. And we've got 2,009 people um, who give in that way. Actually, it represents more than that number because if you think about it, a lot of them are couples or a lot of them have families. So it represents more than that 2,009 who give in that way regularly, monthly. And then others give, or maybe in addition to, uh, in one off donations. And today, as part of the vision, uh, we're looking again for that generous giving. And our church wardens and our treasurer have set us a target to raise uh, right across all of our sites and services on this gift day, on this vision day, uh, to increase the amount of monthly giving, in order to see all that we believe that God is calling us to as a church in this next season, to increase that monthly giving by 40,000 pounds. In other words, if everybody, those 2009 of you who are already giving monthly, would increase or stretch your monthly giving by a certain amount, and then everybody here who's joined HTB since the last gift day, if you were able to take out a new regular monthly giving plan, and then we tot all that up here online, in Brompton Road, Onzo Square, Delgano, all our sites and services, that it would come to an additional £40,000 a month. And then they've also, the church warns the treasurer, place a target for one-off donations, because not everybody is in a position to give monthly, regularly, and so people sometimes want to do either both or instead one-off donations. And the target they set for that is 700,000 today. So uh, let's see how we do. And we're going to have an opportunity at the end. We'll put a basket out here. Uh, there's envelopes on the seats. There's pens in the back of the chairs. And I'll talk you through how we do our giving as part of the vision here. And today I want to talk with that in mind under the title Investing for High returns that i believe that god is calling us into his divine economic system that will do something that as we give today is going to produce outstanding returns in the kingdom of god and it'll happen according to certain market conditions within which god operates I'm going to read to you from one of the stories that Jesus told, one of his parables in the Gospels in Luke chapter 19. It's quite punchy, but I think we can handle this. And uh, it's Luke 19, and this is the parable Jesus tells. He went on to tell them a parable because he was near Jerusalem, and the people thought that the kingdom of God was going to appear at once. He said, A man of noble birth went to a distant country to have himself appointed king and then to return. So he called 10 of his servants and gave them 10 minors. A minor is a sum of money. It's the equivalent to three months' wages. I'll let you do the maths. (laughs) Uh, He says, "Uh, put this money to work, he said, until I come back. When he returned home, he sent for the servants to whom he'd given the money in order to find out what they had gained with it. The first one came and said, sir, your miner's earned 10 more. Well done, my good servant, his master replied, because you've been trustworthy in a very small matter. Take charge of 10 cities. The second came and said, sir, your miner's earned five more. His master answered, you take charge of five cities. Then another servant came and said, sir, here is your miner. I kept it laid away in a piece of cloth. I was afraid of you because you're a hard man. You take out what you did not put in and reap what you did not sow. His master replied, I will judge you by your own words, you wicked servant. You knew, did you, that I'm a hard man, taking out what I did not put in and reaping what I did not sow. Why then didn't you put my money on deposit so that when I came back, I could have collected it with interest? Then he said to those standing by, take his miner away from him. And give it to the one who has 10 minors. There's several things going on in that story. But for the purposes of today, I want to point out to you four things about it that will leverage your giving to the highest returns in the kingdom of God. And the first is this. Loosen your grip on possessiveness. Actually, after the service, I need to get along to uh, Sainsbury's there on Cromwell Road because um, we've got some provisions to get. I've got to get some food for the family. I really need £100. Can anyone here give me £100? I just thought I need it because I'd get my... uh, Oh, good. (laughs) Chloe, thank you very much. That is £100. What's going on? Why did Chloe give me £100 so quickly? Why was she so quick to give me 100 quid? Um, Because just before I got up to speak, I gave her 100 (laughs) pounds. And I said to Chloe, Chloe, this is my 100 pounds. When I preach, there's going to be a bit in my talk where I'm going to ask for 100 pounds. Could you come back up immediately and give me back my money? Because it's my money. You see, Chloe didn't have any problem giving me 100 pounds because she knew it wasn't hers. Maybe the reason why some of us have difficulty in giving on a gift day is because we think that our money is ours. But here, according to this story, the money always belonged to the master. The servants were quite clear about that. He had just entrusted them with it to see for a short while what they would do with what he'd given them. Lose your grip on possessiveness. Second, attach your money to a vision. The master says, put this money to work. A little later, he comes back, it says, to find out what they had gained from it. Because see, money makes things happen. I mean, you can get stuff done with money. You can can put money to work. And through our giving this morning, We have an opportunity, I would say even a responsibility, to make a difference with our money. Just over a year ago, when war broke out in the Ukraine, we had an offering on a Sunday across all our services here at HTB. And with the extraordinary generosity of people who were in church that day, we raised and sent off... £123,000 for immediate relief work in Ukraine when that war broke out. Now, shortly after, hundreds and thousands of Ukrainians started coming across Europe and including to London. And 12 months later, at one of our sites, Queensgate, on a Thursday afternoon, we have between 120 and 150 Ukrainians come. They come for food, for friendship, for a sense of community. No longer are they nameless people that we see on TV screens, but they are our friends who have lost loved ones, livelihoods, and homes. And through your ongoing giving today, we are able to help them. I think of the young people. We've seen a in young people coming to church in this calendar year so far. Once a month at Onzo Square we have a, what's called a youth all-in and the one that we had the Friday before last we saw 215 young people came. One of them a girl in year 10 arrived and she said to the person who was leading who was at the door when she arrived she said I'm so sorry I've brought my friends with me Said no apology needed. We're delighted to see everybody. How many have you got with you? Twenty, she said. <laughs> Twenty. That's we're able to do that because of the giving that happens today. Or on Friday, we had at the theological college that was founded through the giving, the generosity of HTB St Miletus, on one of our sites, Courtfield Gardens, the graduation for 232 people who've just, in the last couple of years, been through St. Miletus. 137 of them are being turned into reverends, clergy in the church. Can you imagine the difference that they will make to towns and cities and states in churches all over the nation as they're sent out <laughs> from here? This is the difference that giving makes. One of my most treasured possessions right now is this. It's a little box, but in here is a USB stick. And on the USB stick is the Alpha film series in Chinese. What I mean is, it's not the Alpha film series that's been dubbed into the Chinese language. But the team here have contextualized the Alpha film series It's presented by Chinese people, it's in the Chinese language, and it's relevant, contextualised for Chinese people. And since we launched this, it's brilliant, because it's so simple, you just plug in and play. It's getting everywhere. And it's estimated that hundreds of thousands of people have already watched it. And over the coming months and years, millions of Chinese speakers will be able to hear the gospel of Jesus Christ for the first time. That's something of what you're giving is enabled. And actually, um, this has got us thinking, because as I say, this is contextualised for Chinese speakers, but the team have begun to think, well, maybe we can contextualise for other regions in the world. So we're in pre-production now to do the Alpha film series contextualised in five other regions, localised, contextualised for their particular geographical location. And we reckon that in doing that, 4.3 billion people will be able to watch Alpha be introduced to the good news of Jesus in a context which is relevant to them. One of the things that we've noticed as well is, I think they say today that the majority of the world's population is under 30 So we've been thinking, well, how do you contextualise alpha, not only regionally, geographically, but also demographically? How do you do alpha film series in such a way that it really hits the mark and is relevant for that vast majority of the popular, under 30? And you may know that the most watched TV show in the globe right now, across the whole world, is the Netflix series, Stranger Things. And I'm delighted that one of the scriptwriters of Stranger Things has come on board as one of the producers of the Youth Alpha film series that's in pre-production and is going to be ready next summer. These are all things that are made possible by the giving of the You Do. You know, frankly, when I hear all of this, I just mentioned four things, let alone the things that here. I am just grateful that I have anything at all that I can put in and help to make that happen. That's why I say to everybody here, when we put the basket out, as we will at the end of this talk, and we get out our envelope, let's all write something on the envelope. Even if what you think is only a very small amount, even if you can only give your giving the same as it already is, Even if you have to go home and work it out before you can pledge anything. Even if you're planning to do it online later. Even if it's just an IOU or a pledge. Let's everybody put something on the envelope and come forward from wherever we are in the building or online. Because it's our way of saying, I'm in. What a vision. I can make, I want to make a small, be part of a small part that makes a big difference. Attach your money to a vision. Third, invest in the kingdom of God for the highest returns. So in this story, the master gives a miner, a sum of money to each of the servants, and then he comes back a while later to see, it says, what they had gained with it. And the return on that investment is extraordinary. One miner has been turned into five. One miner, another one, has been turned into ten. But what's even more amazing, this is where it gets really exciting. When the master comes back and sees what's been produced out of what he gave, he adds, increases it even more. He says, well, look, you take charge of five cities. Oh, look, you, 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 look, you have 10 cities. I mean, what's returned is in, out of all proportion to what is given. Because when you give, as we are today, in the kingdom of God. You enter into a divine economy where the operating system is multiplication. Now, this is our story. In 2009, Sam and I were planted from HTB, And we had a gift day back in 2009, a lot like the one that we're having today where money was raised for the church plant that Sam and I were going to be leading down to Brighton. And some of you may be in the room or online were here that day. And you sent us off with £50,000. And we left HTB and we planted that church in Brighton. And over time, over the years, to our astonishment, we saw that church grow, but also we were able to plant six times within the city of Brighton Hove and four times in other towns and cities in the region. And each time when we planted, we tried also to send the new church plant with 50,000 pounds because we remember that that's what HTB had given to us when we planted. One of those churches in 2016, we planted to Portsmouth. And then in 2020, Portsmouth planted a church to Cardiff and so, HTB planted to Brighton, to Portsmouth, to Cardiff. And then, just a matter of months ago, Cardiff Church has planted twice in South Wales. Now, tell me, HTB, in 2009, when you gave on a gift day, did you know that you were planting a church in Pontyprede? <laughs> this is happening all the time. There is 154 churches now in our network of church plants from HTB. One of the ones that you planted from here, giving on a gift day and made to happen in 2017, was to Derby. Derby is planting and launching a church today, today, this weekend. And it all traces back to your giving. This summer from HTB, uh, we are launching a team now preparing another of these church plants. It's going to be to one of the largest, I would say maybe the most major city in the north of England. I can't quite announce today where it's going to be. Well, it begins with the letter M. (laughs) But can you even begin to imagine what that's going to become over the years? As we seed money in the kingdom of God for what that will be. You know, sometimes I guess we look at these sums, what did I say? 40,000 more in monthly giving and 700,000 in one off donations. And we think, my goodness, <laughs> and I know there's a lot of people here, but what I give is really going to be a tiny amount compared to the vast sums that you're talking about, Archie. In fact, my contribution is going to be so small relative to that ask that I don't think it's going to make any dent in it at all. And maybe it's not really either here or there whether I give because it won't really, my contribution won't really make that much difference. But it's not true. Every contribution today counts because there's a spiritual principle that, happens when we give into the kingdom of God, that God multiplies whatever we give. Earlier this week, I received a letter from from another vicar, actually, in London. It was written, it's a really lovely letter. He was just writing to encourage me. But at the end, he wrote this last sentence to me. He said, Archie, what you're doing is way more than you'll ever know this side of glory. And when I read that, I thought, that's what you need to hear today at HTB as well. That what you're doing through your prayers, your helping and your giving is way more than you'll ever know this side of glory. And then fourthly, Expand your view of God. As I say, it's amazing how out of proportion is the return for the investment that's made. That one miner gets turned into 10 cities. But by the same token, did any of you think that the master's reaction to the servant who didn't produce a return was like a total overreaction? I mean, why is he so angry with him? I and mean, at least the servant didn't lose the money, he just kept it safe and gave it back to him. So why is he so, I mean, he's totally over the top, isn't he? Calls him his wicked servant. Take his minor away from him. What's his problem? Because giving today is only partly about making a vision happen and it's only partly about having an impact, the giving that we do today is even more about our view of who God is. Tozer said that who you believe God to be is the most important thing about you. So this master, he gives to his servants a minor, some of money each, and that night, two of the servants, they go to bed, and their hearts are racing. They're dreaming of all the things that they can do with this once-in-a-lifetime opportunity that they've been given. And they go to bed that night, dreaming and daring, and then they get up next day, trying and risking to see what will emerge and grow and multiply out of the amount that they've been given by their master. But there's another servant, he goes to bed that night, his heart not racing and not dreaming. And next morning, he gets up and he takes the money he's been given and he hides it. And from that day until the day the master returns, he is not any bit different. No dreams, no dares, no risks, no trying. His life is changed not one bit. And the master comes back, and this is what has caused him such an extreme reaction, because it is a complete misunderstanding of who God is. Maybe we never consider that to be a sin. Oh, I just thought I was being sensible with what you gave me, God. Or, or I, I'm a bit cautious by nature. I mean, you never know what's around the corner. You, you've got to hold on to things for a rainy day. And of course, there's some wisdom in that. But Jesus is saying, do you not see who I am? You, you honestly think I'm a hard man? Why are you so afraid? I, I love you. you. You really think that I'm a God who just takes and not gives? It's so sad. If only you knew who I am, that I am your provider of everything, your protection, your saviour, your source. Won't you trust me? Step out. Sam and I, the housing that we have here in London, because we're clergy, I'm a clergy in the church. It's provided by the Church of England. So it's part of the kind of deal. Um, so We don't own the house that we live in. But actually, we do have a little property that we got a few years ago back in Brighton. And we let it out like a buy to let. And the mortgage that we have on it, the fixed term deal is just coming to the end next month. And so we've been in touch with our mortgage advisor to see what we do next, because as you know, interest rates are soaring, and so is the prices of uh, mortgage rates. And uh, mortgage advisors are funny folk, aren't they? They don't actually advise. (laughs) Uh, They say they're not allowed to tell you. um, So they just sort of offer some products, and you have to come to your own decision. Uh, But our mortgage advisor said to me last week, he said, it really depends what your attitude to risk is, Archie. Very good question. Anyway, he showed me these products, and um, I said, well, what would you do? He said, you know, I can't tell you, Archie. (laughs) So I I chose a product, and he said, ah. (laughs) He said, I can tell that you're a pastor, not a businessman, Archie. (laughs) So I chose another one, and we got there in the end. (laughs) It's a very good question, isn't it? What is your attitude to risk? Maybe that's the question for us in our giving today. Given all that we know about God, his kindness, his mercies, his faithfulness, his power, how much should we give? I think the answer to that question is you give enough to make you trust in Jesus a little bit more than you already do. That's what Sam and I try and do each of these weekends. Uh, we have a look at what we should do in terms of increasing our own regular giving here to the vision. And uh, we normally come up with a figure and then the other one says, is that all? <laughs> and then we will, so, uh, and, but what we're doing, I realise now, what we're doing really is we're trying to keep our giving in step with who we believe God to be and what we believe he is capable of doing. For he who did not spare his own son, Roman says, he who did not spare his own son but graciously gave him up for us all, how will he not also along with him graciously give us all things? And do you believe it? So Sam and I want to invite you to join us today in giving, investing into the highest returns towards the evangelization of the nation, the revitalization of the church, and the transformation of society. Amen. Amen. Shall we, we take a moment to pray? Uh, that's the most important thing, is to ask the Lord Jesus. We believe he's here by his presence and he's quite capable of speaking into each and every one of our hearts and online as well. And just to sit with it for a moment. And just to ask the Lord, Lord, what do you want me to give? And I'll pray as we do that. Lord Jesus, we thank you for your faithfulness to us. We thank you as well that we get to be part of this extraordinary vision that you've given us right across the world. And we want to play a small part in making a big difference. And we pray that in this moment, you will inspire us, each by your spirit, as to what you want us to give. Lord, you know each of our circumstances. You know our past from our present to our future. We want to trust you, but we also want you to help us in our giving today. Amen. And then if you'd like to, to take the envelope. And what I suggest is that everybody, I think there's an envelope on every seat and upstairs as well, why don't we all grab one in our hands and there's pens in the front of the seats. If you are without a pen, would you like to, or an envelope, would you like to hold us a hand and the team are coming round with spares. And as I said earlier, why don't we, everybody write something. So even if you're visiting here, what I encourage you to do is to do these principles with your church uh, locally. Uh, But what you might like to do is write something, you know, good to be at HTB today or um, a prayer or thank you for the worship. Uh, Those of you who are regularly part of the community, if you've not yet started your giving, here's an opportunity. And if you're already um, part of the giving, to look at whether you can increase your regular monthly giving or to give a one-off donation. So let's take the envelope and we'll talk through this together. It'll take a little time, but um, you grab your pen and the envelope. So I'm going to start on the um, white side, on, the, on this side, because this is where you do the regular monthly giving. And on the right of this box here, uh, you've got a box to tick either a new regular monthly plan, you're going to add to the 2009 people who are already giving in this way, or to increase your regular monthly giving. So decide which one you want to tick, and the date is going to come out of your account, and then your address and then either the new amount, or if um, you may be here and think, I can't quite remember what I do give to HTB right now. Uh, So what you might like to do is just say, well, whatever it is, increase it by 30 quid, 50 quid, 100 quid, or whatever you want. And our team here can let you know what the new total is. So that's the right hand box. Everyone got a pen? Everyone got an envelope right? Anyone without? Everyone upstairs? Got one? Brilliant. We just weave through and just make sure everyone's got one. Fantastic.